you are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network one of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions we do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads but on a case-by-case basis if you're interested in that contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Hooray! Delicious Volume 1, Life Tastes Good, is finally at Amazon United States. What is delicious, you ask? Imagine a land where all your favorite foods live as human girls. Here in charming a la carte, under the floating city of heavenly delight, we meet Ramen, a young cook trying to run a restaurant with her family of pastas as they end up in all sorts of wacky adventures and hijinks as these strong, eccentric characters pursue their dreams and passions. Delicious is a beautifully drawn comedy series, which is now finally available to buy in the United States. Click on the banner on one of us, order today, and join in the fun now, because Delicious Volume 2, Yum Yum Yum, is coming really soon. A perfect gift for your child, or those of you who are forever young at heart. One of us strongly recommends this one. Hey everybody, welcome to the Screener Squad. I got Mike and Elliot with me. Today we watch Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. <laughs> we are the Screener Squad. One, two, three, four. <laughs> so I'll say right up top, I only signed up for this because it said Scott Pilgrim, right? And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They're going to rehash what is already a comic and what is already a live action movie. I went into this assuming they were just going to redo you know, everything for anime, you know, and it's great after that first episode because essentially Scott Pilgrim takes off. It's not like he he flies and punches a hole in the moon. Uh, it's Scott Pilgrim just leaves. He just takes off. It's kind of um, a alternate uh, storyline, like a, a, a reinterpretation, if you will, an, an Elseworld kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's if Matthew Patel challenged Scott Pilgrim and beat him. Instead of Scott beating Matthew Patel and then starting the whole Seven X's storyline. So instead of Scott trying to win Ramona, Ramona's trying to find Scott because she knows he's not dead. Especially because he's the he's the best fighter in Canada. He's the best fighter in the province. So he can't be dead. It is. Um, yeah, it, it's basically Ramona's story this time around, which one thing it reminded me of, even though they get nearly the reviews, was um, that that Kevin Smith He-Man reboot where we follow the we follow He-Man and then he's dead. And then it's several episodes of these other characters getting together to find a way to bring their main intact or main protagonist back. Just I think it kind of does it with better results. I mean, you know, that, that He-Man show was okay. I never had a lot of attachment to that whole franchise. I just watched it because who was attached. But the um, but this though, I mean, it, it's Edgar Wright producing. It isn't Brian Lee O'Malley. He he wrote some of this, right? He was one of the writers, I think. He was a producer on it. EP. I don't know story wise, but I mean, it's his world. You know, it's it's a love letter to Toronto. It's got all the same characters with the same actors. 
and actresses playing them. Yeah, I, mean, I remember when they, when they announced it and they said, like, yeah, we're going to do an animated Scott Pilgrim show with the movie's cast. I mean, look, I'm, I'm always out for more Scott Pilgrim. I love that movie. Um, I've only read a few of the comics, but I like what I've read. I, I like the, the video game. So I'm, I'm down for more Scott Pilgrim's anything. Uh, but at the same time, like, well, what's the fucking point? If you're, if you're going to bring back the original cast and Edgar Rice be producing, I mean, would it feel kind of samey but animated? And to its credit, like, it, it even when it does follow the original books, it's, it's, it's done just differently enough. The first episode is the truest to the comic in the movie. Um, I've read the comics. I've seen the movie a thousand times. It was one of my favorite movies. I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan. I think it has its mo- the most mainstream appeal, even though it tanked horribly in the box office, which was a bummer. Because like, I remember seeing it in a packed theater in Cleveland when I was there for summer break um, during college. And it it brought the house down. Like It, it was of such a memorable screen. Everyone went fucking nuts for it, myself included. I mean, that original movie is like one of the last cult, truly cult films that, you know, bombed at the box office and actually found fame and fortune uh, later. Absolutely. So there's a part of that, like, well, what's what's the point in redoing it unless maybe unless they're maybe doing like complete one to one adaptation. And to its credit, it does something entirely different that. Yeah, admittedly, it did take me a while to really kind of get with it. It's like, okay, I like you're doing something different, but I'm still not sure. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. But it gets be- it gets more interesting as it goes along, and by the time you just kind of surrender yourself to it and like really embrace what it's going for, and um, it, it really is a solid show. The best thing it does is it expands the evil exes to more than just ex boyfriends, um, and the- everybody gets their time to shine in this because there's less Scott Pilgrim in it, right? Yeah, to its credit, like the fact that. We get a little bit more uh, backstory with a lot of these exes. And even in the original comic and movie, you know, Ramona has to come to terms with, you know, her personality and why she has to leave everybody that she loves. Uh, But this digs deeper into that little thread that's set up in the original series. I mean, it it does kind of seem like in relationships, sometimes both people are the problem because a a big criticism of the movie and the comics often got is a lot of people seem to presume that everybody's every guy watching has room for Scott Pilgrim. And really, if you're brighter, you know that you're not supposed to root for him. You can find things relatable, but also you realize that this guy is kind of a toxic guy. Even if he learns something like the power of self-respect and, you know, and all that He's still not a great guy. And I do like that they address that and they go, they take it further. It becomes kind of a parody of the guy who thinks that Scott Pilgrim is someone to idolize. But also, like, you would think that in t- today's modern sensibilities, everything would be the guy's fault. But really, like, you like no, it's it, a relationship. It, it's for it to work. It's a two-way thing. Sometimes both people are just not right or, or may not be either right for each other or they might have other things they need to work out for them to have a better relationship with anybody. <laughs> and I do like that Ramona does kind of have that journey in a way. Like, even though, like, um, it is kind of interesting that she is – putting so much work to find out what happened to somebody who she only spent, what, maybe a couple days with? One night. One night. That's it. Okay, so I want I to be generous. I, 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 I thought it was one night, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> a night, but, I mean, maybe it's just, I, I think it's, it's kind of a journey of self-discovery for her um, as well. Seeing like, okay, well, maybe I have some issues as well that I, too, need to work out. But also Scott Pilgrim eventually coming face-to-face with what his problem is and what his future is going to be if he doesn't straighten up and fly right. Elliot, 
Did uh, were you a fan of Scott Pilgrim? Did you read the comics or see the movie? Yeah. So my first encounter with Scott Pilgrim was my cousin like making a point to tell me about the movie that was coming out, and I'd never heard of the comic book or anything. And I didn't go see the movie at the theater. I think he was like anticipating its flopping and, and was trying to get people on board. Um, but I did watch it a few years later, and it's I, it's one of my favorite movies. And then I read the comic book a few years later and really loved the comic book. Um, and, and both are pretty different. The ending of the movie and the ending of the comic are very different and sort of send a different me- message. I think the, the comic book is much more cynical and the movie has a sort of more of a Hollywood ending. I think you can kind of read the comic book ending into the movie, but on its face, it's a much more sort of Hollywood ending. So, you know, Chad, like you said, I came into this purely because it said Scott Pilgrim, and even more so because they magically got the cast back. I mean, this this cast was great back in, what, 2010 when this movie came out, and everyone has just gone on to bigger and better things. I mean, motherfucking Chris Evans is Captain America, and they got him back. They got him, and, and, and they got him back for a lot of this, which is you know no surprise because he's Chris Evans. But they really, you know, you were talking about them giving the evil exes more to do here, more to breathe, and I think Lucas Lee got that more than anyone. Maybe maybe him and oh, Todd sure. really got to shine. I think in this, in many ways, this is it's in Elseworlds, but it's also kind of a sequel to both the comic and the movie in that it's it's very meta and sort of self-referential and Todd is like post-vegan in this. This does a lot of things and 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 yet I I don't think I ever I never clicked with this the same way I clicked with the comic or the movie. I mean I'll just be upfront about that. I think this is 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 vastly inferior, not not to be totally pejorative, but it is just the movie and the comic book are great works of art of the 21st century and this is just not that it's a really fun and entertaining tv show i agree I, it got better as it went along but i, I it's not um it's you, not you, you didn't really get what you you were hoping of something with the with the scott pilgrim brand sure yeah i would agree what, uh, what were we hoping for then did we actually want a remake of what we've seen two times over already that's that's the thing like I I I'm glad that it wasn't a one to one remake, but I I think the show kind of lacked the 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 absolute crazy connect energy of the yes, movie. Exactly. It it, well, it, 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 it definitely had, fit more was, the style of the comic. I think even the comic was sort of more fast paced than this. This was like a kind of deliberate at points. I think so too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like it, it's it's definitely. Um, it definitely takes it more of its time than the movie and what I've read of the comics. I've only never finished the comics because when it was when it was the big hot property, I was basically broke and could only find the first couple books in the library. Um, but like from what I've read and and from my exposure to the movie and the games, like it, it's it, it just it feels like that's something that would be full of like packed with jokes and just lot kinetic energy. And it didn't really have that. On one hand, I like that about it that it does enough to stand out. But at the same time, I was it was at times a little underwhelming at, at points. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Underwhelming. I personally didn't feel that. I feel like it was underwhelming by like 0.01% compared to the other things. But maybe I was just craving anything, you know? Another thing I was worried about is I really liked the soundtrack for the movie. Uh, Beck did a lot of the Sex Bob-omb songs. 
<laughs> and I'm a huge Beck fan, so I, of course, was all about that. This doesn't have those songs, but it does have some new tracks. It also has some needle drops for certain parts in the narrative. Um, I, I dug the music. I love the deep cut use of um, being someone who grew up on 90s MTV, the use of Liam Lynch's United States of whatever from Sif Ollie. Yeah, there was a lot of good music in this. I'm a huge Beck fan. One of the bonus tracks in the soundtrack for the movie is his version of Garbage Truck, which is the uh, song the band I plays. I fucking love which Garbage is, Truck. Uh, one of my favorite songs. And this was really good, but, you know, again, I just love Beck so much. Um, but I did think the, the music was one of the high points of this series. Um, it was rocking. It was really... Um, it really showed the Japanese side of this production, because I believe that this is sort of... Um, Maiden. This is an anime. Totally. Yeah. yeah, it's very much an anime. It it, it, it feels a lot. And I think I'm not. Maybe that's another thing. Is like I'm not the biggest anime guy in the world. I, I respect a lot of anime, but there's only like one anime I own on DVD, and it's Cowboy Bebop, which is like the most basic <laughs> intro to anime 101 for adults kind of thing. But I love I love Cowboy Bebop. Uh, but like, there's just something about a lot of anime that just doesn't click with me in terms of like the. I don't know, just, I don't know, like, soundtracks are always just too sugary for my taste, and I don't know, just, it'll, I don't know, there's something about it that just, that just never clicks with me, no matter how hard I try with it. I'm currently watching uh, uh, Invincible, because I got to review that, and I would say this animation is better than that, and then I just watched uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai, that was dope, and that animation was amazing, so if anybody have seen those three movies, including this show, uh, I put that in the middle like it's supposed to match the aesthetic and the look of uh, Brian O'Malley. But also, you know, we have a budget and we have to make sure it moves. Right. And uh, and maybe that's why we didn't have as many action scenes, because that's just a lot to animate and stuff. But I also think like this, this moves really quick. Like it's it's definitely bingeable uh, when I was given Mike shit. Because this was released on a Friday and like that afternoon or the next morning is like, I'm done. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, well, dude, I, I had the day off. What, what can I tell you? <laughs> but but even so, but even so, like if you had the day off, you could finish this in half of the half a day. They're 22, 24 minute episodes, eight episodes. It doesn't take that long to do. And I, I, I think because it moves so quick. There's just not a, a, a need for all the action and all the different fights. That's the thing. Like, there's nothing to compare it to because they didn't do the original uh, thing. So there's no, like, uh, you know, X number one, X number two. and We don't get to go through the line like we did. We sort of do, but it's more of a Detective Pikachu mystery rather than uh, Scott Pilgrim beat him up. Yeah, that, that's the thing about it. It is. Yeah, it is a mystery. And, but it's interesting that. I feel like the, the act that gets the most spotlight is uh, Matthew Patel, which is interesting because he's also the least highlighted in the original movie, I think. I like that. Like, they, they really uh, kind of gave, especially Patel. And I, I like the way it ended, too, uh, with his character. Like, he, he, he only wanted certain things, and they were a lot simpler than, say, what Gideon Graves wants, who, by the way, we find out who he really is in this I don't want to spoil it too much, but that's the thing with this, too. If you've seen Scott Pilgrim and read the comic book or even just seen the movie, like this story isn't that complicated to figure out. Um, Like I I found myself guessing the next thing pretty easily with this, but we're dealing with a comic book. We're dealing with a cartoon like it's not meant to be, uh, 
you know, over my head. It's meant to be fun and follow along. So uh, I definitely think it's uh, something that I would rewatch. And maybe it's not as good as the uh, source material stuff, but to get more Scott Pilgrim, even in this way, is cool with me. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to see more anime Scott Pilgrim because if you, I don't know if, how many of y'all remember, when the movie came out, Adult Swim had a short. I think it was Titmouse that animated it. And it had the original cast, and that, I, maybe that's kind of what I was expecting more of because I like that 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 short lot, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the Animation. It's on all the Blu-rays and everything, and I think it might still be on Adult Swim's YouTube channel. Maybe I don't know; it might not be anymore. But um, I don't know. I mean, I was expecting more of that, and it wasn't quite that. I don't love it the way that I I love the original stuff I've been exposed to, but I respect the hell out of it for what it does. It's it's not as gut-bustingly funny as the Edgar Wright movie, but it's, it's still funny. So it has a lot of great moments, a, a, a lot of good writing to it. You know, once I got used to it, I appreciate the fact that it does experiment. It does take on a different perspective, and we explore the characters a lot more. And it does explore, um, you know, uh, how relationships can you know be tested over time, and how like botox, like how toxic masculinity can really tear a person up. I like that it, it, it addresses that stigma about Scott Pilgrim, but it's also not so black and white and can address it like everyone's fucked up in their own way. It definitely makes me want to uh, go further into the comics because, like, I, I again, I, I've, I haven't read all of them. It's been so long. I haven't thought about them in a long time. If you're a Scott Pilgrim fan, I think you're going to get something out of it. As long as you're not one of those guys that get mad about mostly focusing on female characters, I think you, um, you're going to have a good time with this thing. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is so good in this. Brendan Ralph to me, was a real standout because he just really plays that character. A really interesting spin on that character. Um, and, uh, you know, Chris Evans, like, everyone's just great. You can tell that, like, um, uh, Mae Whitman was clearly having a lot of fun getting to bring back Roxy. I don't, know, I don't know what was missing from it that really made me like it less. I can't really, that's really nail it down. I think I've, I put out a pretty decent idea of what it could be. Uh, but just something there's something about those missing I don't know what but I like it enough that I, I think it's worth watching if you're a fan of all that stuff so I'm I'm gonna give it um, seven out of ten Netflix DVDs remember those yeah I'm kind of right there with you uh, Mike um, I think this is really it's really good and it's it's really good if you're already a fan of the Scott Pilgrim properties it's just there's there's a spark that's missing here and that sort of je ne sais quoi, the X factor, whatever that keeps it from being great. It's the cast is fantastic. You know, every, everyone is was great and has only gotten better. I, I do love the, the sort of inversion of the Scott Pilgrim narrative and how this really becomes Ramona's story and the greater focus on the evil exes and sort of fleshing them out and giving them more dimensions the animation is great, and so is the soundtrack. It's just maybe it's an episode too long, maybe it's the pacing, but there's just yeah, there's just a little bit missing here. I don't think that outsiders are gonna love this as much as already fans. I, I don't know if I could really recommend it to people who aren't. I, I would say go watch go watch the movie and or read the comic, and if you like those, then definitely look at this. But it's not gonna it, it's it's already so much in conversation with the movie and the comic that I don't think you're really going to appreciate it if you're not already familiar with them. So yeah, I'm going to give this seven and a half out of 10 um, ex-vegans. That's a good point, Elliot. Like if, if you're not in the know, if you don't know who Scott Pilgrim is, you don't know that he's the best fighter in the province, you know, you don't know that he used to date Kim and used to date Envy, like all this stuff matters 
for this. Because if you don't have that context, there's not a lot of handholding for new people in this, which is which, you know, that's that's, you know, it's Netflix's uh, way of doing business. I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea, but it definitely is a risk going back to why we're here. I, I don't know, man. Like it, maybe there is a je ne sais quoi uh, that we can't pinpoint, but to me, it felt like a, a glove that I've worn before, and it's very familiar. And I didn't mind wearing it again because it protected my hands and kept me warm in the cold. So I'll go. I'll go eight and a half out of ten. Old young Neils. I, I both both young Neil and knives. I think. If we're counting the X's out, I think Knives and Young Neil had the funniest. Young Neil had the funniest storyline and Knives had the most gratifying storyline, considering how she's treated in the original. And the fact that they bring up that, hey, maybe dating a 17 year old in high school isn't the greatest thing, Scott. 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 Brian. (laughs) Brian. (laughs) 